I'm Jim Scudder. Today on In Grace, we're in Nueva, Egypt. Welcome back to Exodus Found. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, as well as the host of In Grace Radio and TV. Welcome to a very special edition of In Grace. This is Jim Scudder here on this Friday, November 3rd, and we're going to take you back to Egypt. Uh, we did a series that we're featuring on television, and we always edit it and re-edit it for you here on In Grace Radio, where we're taking you on an adventure. So uh, on the radio, normally we have a Monday through Thursday preaching program in Grace, but on Fridays and weekends, we go somewhere and we're going to uh, go retrace the route out of Moses and the people of Israel, uh, the Exodus, the route of the Exodus. And we're calling the series Exodus Found. Last time we found there's a lot of evidence in a place called Avaris, where they've dug up these remains of a, a Semitic people, not from Egypt, but from where you would expect them to be from Canaan or northern uh, Syria. And these people lived differently. They had different pottery and uh, different styles. And they found all that in Avaris. And that's where we believe biblical Goshen is. And so we're going to take you continuing today talking more about the actual crossing point, which I believe to be Nueva in Egypt. About halfway down on the Gulf of Aqaba on the western side, there's a natural beachhead where they would have been blocked in by a canyon system. And so today we're going to explore all of that. We're going to go underwater. We're going to look for evidence of chariot wheels and other things. And so I'm excited about all of this today here in In Grace, and I know you are as well. Just before we get into Exodus Found Part 2 today here on In Grace, let me tell you about some exciting things that we have for you. Number one, we take trips to Israel. And Israel, is it's one of those places that you just have to go to. And although we're sold out on our next two trips, we have one coming up in February of this coming year in 2024, one in June of 2024. You can add your name to a wait list. But we have another trip in February of 2025. Now that one is open. You can come on that one with us and we would love for you to sign up for a trip of a lifetime to Israel. Go to ingraceradio.com, click on travel, ingraceradio.com and click on travel. Or call us at 1-800-78-GRACE and we'll send you a free brochure. But again, I would love to show you the amazing land of Israel. Uh, I would also like to send you a free gift. All you have to do is contact us and I'm going to send you a map that shows you a lot of the places that we're going here today on the program. It's called the Exodus Found Map and it shows you where Avaris is from where Cairo is and the route that I believe they would have taken across the Sinai Peninsula. We have some other facts and things on this map, and I think this will really help you as we study through all of the details of Exodus and the route of the Exodus. This is free. All you have to do is contact us today at InGrace, ingraceradio.com, ingraceradio.com. Get your free map there or call us at 1-800-78-GRACE, 1-800-78-GRACE. Now, if you send a gift to InGrace, we're so thankful because that's the way we can pay it forward and make sure more people hear the gospel. 
and we have a matching gift campaign right now. So if you give a gift to Ingrace, your gift is going to be doubled. So we're sending the map for free, and there's no strings. We're just going to give it to you for free. But some of you want to support Ingrace, and we are so thankful that more people can hear the gospel. If your gift is $35 or more, that gift will be doubled. And we're going to thank you by not only sending you the map, but also sending you the full four-part, full-length video series, Exodus Found. It's exciting to hear this, but you really need to see it. So let me send that to you as my thank you for your gift to Ingrace. Now, some of you say, hey, Pastor, I really want to support Ingrace more than 35, and that's great. If you give a gift of $250 or more, again, your gift is going to be doubled, more people will hear the gospel, and you're going to get a beautiful, large canvas print of the Red Sea crossing. We had an artist develop this here at Ingrace, and I love it. I think it's so beautiful to see the parting of the water in a, at a sunrise setting with Moses and the children of Israel rejoicing. And you can even find some silhouettes of some sea creatures in the walls of water. This is something that will really be a blessing to you. Put it on your wall and remember that God can get you through the toughest of times. So contact us today, 1-800-78-GRACE, or go to ingraceradio.com. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at Ingrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. What an awesome experience it has been to retrace the Exodus journey. Last time, my brother-in-law, Neil, and I arrived in Cairo and visited the pyramids and the Sphinx in Giza, being reminded of Egypt's rich history and amazing building abilities. But we wanted to investigate Israel's part in Egypt's history, so we went to the renowned Egyptian Museum to check out the Maranepha Steel, a great stone slab that provides evidence of Israel in Egyptian history. We also examined an ancient Egyptian chariot so that Neil and I would know what to look for in our upcoming Red Sea exploration dives that we're going to do today. Then we drove toward the eastern Nile River Delta where Goshen would have been. And at this starting point of the Exodus, much intriguing evidence has been found of Joseph and his family living and prospering there. We also visited the shallow lakes near the Suez Canal that some have proposed would have been the site of the Red Sea crossing. Neil and I decided that those were definitely not the correct location because the Bible speaks of a deep, large body of water. So we begin to drive toward the best candidate that we can think of, the Gulf of Aqaba. Today, we arrive at Nueva, a likely beachhead where Israel was trapped on all sides. We wanted to see and explore this interesting place for ourselves and take you underwater in search for evidence of Pharaoh's army. We've made it here to Nueva, Neil, in Egypt, this kind of peninsula of land, mm. a beachhead, really. I've been imagining what it would look like just for months anticipating this trip. And it really, it's built up more than I expected because there's structures here and a hotel. But I'm just amazed. This is exactly where the children of Israel were when God told Moses, tell the children of Israel to fear not and stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Yeah, now we're not saying this is for sure the place, but it does make sense, right? It does seem to fit, you know, it's not really logical that it's these shallow lakes yeah. 
that they crossed. It doesn't seem like the Gulf yeah. of Suez fits the criteria of them being trapped in in a great deep. Right. What is that, around 100 feet or so deep in the Gulf of Suez? Yeah, maybe 100, maybe 200, Yeah, but much. this is, what, behind us is the Red Sea, which is like a half mile deep at the crossing point, yeah. but there are these deep trenches where it's a mile deep, mm. and that's only a you know a 10 mile wide body of water. Yeah, That's the great deep, and when the Bible speaks of the depths, uh, great depths, you know, six or seven verses in the Old Testament that speak of this being a deep body of water. This fits, so I think it has to be the Gulf of Aqaba, mm. okay? But then where's the crossing point? It seems like it can't be up at the tip because, mm. you know, you could just kind of go around. I don't think it's all the way at the other end mm. because it just seems a little too far and you don't have some of the features that you have here. Here at Nuevo, what do you have? You've got this huge plateau, plenty of room for the entire nation of Israel to be. They came through this gorge, that's the only way in and the only way out in antiquity, yeah. because on both sides you have the mountains coming into the water. Mm. They're on this beach trap because you have the Egyptian army coming in, mm. the Wadi Wadir behind them, Yeah. and here they are. Now, you also have this plateau where it's not as deep as on both sides of the Gulf of Aqaba. I don't know, just everything about this place seems right. It's wonderful to get to be in one of the most beautiful places in the world to dive yeah. and to look for something so important as that piece of history. Yeah. The Bible actually gives us some geographic names like Migdal, which means tower, Pihahi Rot, which means the mouth of the gorge, mm. Belsophon, which means Lord of the North, Obviously, the sea, we know where that is. Pihahi wrote, we think, is the place where Wadi Watir opens. Watir means water, by the way. And there was a lot of water that would come out of there in the rainy season. So there are some things we still don't know. Uh, maybe there was a tower in antiquity, an Egyptian tower. And that would make sense because you want to guard maybe Wadi Watir and put a tower up. It would be a great place for a tower right there at the mouth of the Wadi Watir, kind of the gorge on each side, maybe a tower on top, logical place. Doesn't it seem unusual though that there are so many references to a place? Like God wanted us to do some research later on and to figure all this out to show the world what actually happened and what's here. Sure, he gave us four points of reference and it's really neat to be here just kind of in pursuit of the truth. Now, what they're fear was was that Egypt would come after them. And sure enough, Pharaoh changed his mind. They mounted up on the chariots, they flew down, and they came, they followed them right into that gorge. But then God stopped Egypt, the pillar. Can you just imagine for a moment, wow. the pillar of cloud, the pillar of fire that would have held them there mm. while God was saving Israel here. Wow. Hundreds of thousands of people here on this beachhead. They need to get over to Midian, cross the Gulf of Aqaba and God parts the Red Sea. It's an amazing thing if this was the spot that we're standing here so close to it. God turned them yeah. on the route. Yeah, It was unexpected. I think Moses thought he would continue on the normal road to Midian, mm -hmm. which would have been to the north all the way to a lot and then down. Yeah, But here, they found themselves basically stuck on this beach. I'm struck in the passages I reread, Exodus chapter 14, that God said, I will get honor upon Pharaoh and upon his host. <laughs> and the detours that God allows in our life, sometimes we don't see that big picture, but God sees the big picture and he knows that him getting honor is the purpose for what he allows us to go through.
Enough with the dry land. Now it's time to jump into the Red Sea and explore the depths. I've been diving since I was 16, and I have an advanced open water certificate. But Neil is new and has only recently received his open water certificate. And for this reason, we're going to go slow at first, and he will not be able to dive as deep as I will. So what are you feeling about to go on your first Red Sea dive? I am so excited. That's what the children of Israel saw. And they didn't have scuba gear to get over there or a boat or wood to build a boat. And so the thought of maybe finding something underwater, I'm really excited. Some of these coral formations seem like they could have been something previously, but it's so hard to tell. They look just kind of like any other coral formation. So we just weren't certain if this was anything more than just something you would normally find underwater in any body of salt water. So that was our first dive at Nueva. And I think the dive itself was spectacular, right? Yeah, for because me. the water is perfectly clear and the life is vibrant, mm. colorful, uh, really unique creatures too that we didn't see in Florida yeah. when we did our training. Right. The white eel of about three feet long was spectacular. Yeah. And there were a bunch of little bright orange fish right by some big clumps of coral. Fantastic. Yeah. It was a good introductory dive. Also, the potential of what might have happened here too is pretty cool. It, it's very cool. All right, so let's talk about the depth of the Red Sea. 22, 2300 feet deep. That's hard for us to comprehend. Wow. In Dubai, they have the world's tallest building. This tower is about the same height as the depth of that crossing point. Wow. And when you stand there and you look at this mm -hmm. building, you feel like an ant mm -hmm. and you think, could you imagine the walls of water being as tall? And it's not just a spire sticking out, it's this massive wall that On both could sides. destroy you so quickly. Embark on a journey to explore the inspiring story of the Exodus within grace. Call now for your free Exodus map. 878 Grace. This map depicts the route of the Israelites during their escape from Egypt. When you give $35 or more, you'll receive the Exodus map and our brand new video series, Exodus Found, where Jim Scudder Jr. retraces the Exodus in Egypt and Saudi Arabia, diving into the Red Sea to uncover evidence of the miraculous crossing. For those giving $250 or more, you will get the complete Exodus package the map, the video series, and a beautiful, exclusive 16 by 20 canvas print showcasing the miraculous Red Sea crossing. And from now until the end of the year, a generous donor will be doubling all gifts. To get these limited time exclusive materials, call 800-78-GRACE or visit ingraceradio.com or write to InGrace, PO Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Now it's time for our second dive, and hopefully we'll find some evidence of Pharaoh's army. Welcome back underwater, everybody. We are going down into the salt water of the Red Sea, the Gulf of Aqaba. Again, so much beauty. The corals are amazing. 
we're not really looking for coral. We're not looking for sea creatures like this eel. We're looking for artifacts. We're looking for anything that could be from the time of Moses. But yet, that's not what we found. But it was still fun. All right, so dive number two. It got a little stirred up, I think. I don't know if that's the sun level. It wasn't quite as clear to me. Yeah, it felt like it wasn't quite as clear. So this is a big shipping lane too, the Gulf of Aqaba. Mm. Because remember, this is four countries. Egypt, yeah. Israel, Jordan, and Saudi Arabia. Sure. So there's an international shipping lane right in the middle that those ships have to stay in. A lot of cargo, a lot of Dead Sea products come down here and are shipped out worldwide. Mm. How many of these ships are crossing without even realizing what might have happened here historically? Right. You know, one of the grandest, biggest miracles ever to take place mm. right here in the Red Sea. How human of us, really, right? Just to walk by the miracles God does all the time. Well, that's probably, I think, the biggest miracle that is when someone is uh, saved Amen. from their sin. It's a greater miracle than the party in the Red it Sea. It is. Yeah. But sometimes we just float right on by without even realizing how significant things are. Wow. The next day, we decided we wanted to go out in a boat and jump into the water that's more in the center of Nueva, the most probable place of the center of the crossing point. This is really fun, isn't it? This is fantastic. Yeah, it's a treat to be out on the Red Sea, the Gulf of Aqaba. Yeah. In a fairly small fishing boat. Yeah. Israel gets through, and Egypt decides to follow them. Yeah. The last person gets out, God allows Egypt to enter. They all get in. This is a 10-mile stretch. They're all now in in their chariots, and even probably Pharaoh himself, I think, they're all inside, and then their wheels start popping off. Yeah. And their, their chariots are dragging, and all of a sudden, the walls of water just come crashing down on them to destroy the most powerful army on the earth, showing the power of the one true God. If this was the spot, which it seems like it is, there's a, a certain reverence, I think, that we should be experiencing right now. This time, I'm bringing a metal detector, hoping to stumble on a sword, a spearhead, or a chariot wheel. The dive center is not really wanting to take us into the area that we wanted to go. There's a lot of permissions and stuff that they need to get here. We're negotiating so I can go a little deeper. I feel like the farther out you go, the better chance you would have of finding something that somebody else hasn't already found. So hopefully they'll be able to take me deeper because I have the advanced open water and still the others in our party uh, can still go diving. I got approval to go with my own guide and dive down over 100 feet. Neil will have to stay in shallower water with another group. And welcome back underwater, everybody. This time I'm going to be going a little bit deeper in hopes that the deeper we go, the more chance that we'll find something that is unique. I think we ended up dive three without anything definitive. Okay, so that was dive number three. That was great. Uh, I was with a different guide. You stayed shallower. I went down to about 102 or three feet. And uh, how was your dive? It was great. And I saw a couple things that looked possibly structural. I'm not going to claim it was anything. One did kind of resemble maybe a hub of a chariot, but I, I can't say for sure. I still feel like the crossing point, if it was on Nueva, would be further north from here. We okay. can't dive there, but uh, still pretty cool. Saw yeah. amazing creatures. Yeah. 
And to me, it's worth coming just to see the creation under the water. So either way, it's a win-win, I think. For sure. Good job. Good job. This is it, Neil, our last dive. So what are you feeling? I'm just grateful to be on this trip and just be able to look for whatever's here. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of like one of those things you've worked hard to get here. Mm -hmm. uh, you got your scuba certification and it's all coming down to this one last dive. But I have a feeling that you're probably going to keep diving in your life. It's so much fun and 70% of the world's covered in water. So I'd like to. You find these little pieces of paradise, mm -hmm. these uh, little coral heads. Even if you just stop and stare at one of those corals for a half hour, yeah. it would be enjoyable. It would be. And it, literally all of creation just shouts about God's goodness. And of course, creation is marred by the fall. But when you come to places like this, it feels like more of that beauty just comes through in a new way. And especially with the sunshine so bright today. It's like you're in a fish tank. And so literally, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see what we can find. I'll uh, use the metal detector one last time and we'll give it one last shot. As we wrap up dive four, we kept seeing these beautiful orange little fish, these Red Sea goldfish, and then this frogfish. Time to go up though. As in diving, you have to be super careful or you'll get the bends, which is deadly in some cases. Last dive, Neil, what'd you think? Just beautiful, seeing all the things under the pier that were so uh, gorgeous, a lot of lionfish and then a lot of little orange ones. It really is like you're swimming in an aquarium. Now, I think this is a point of land in the world, if this is the crossing spot of Red Sea Crossing, the parting of the water, where you just have to Praise God. You just have to say, Lord, you're amazing. Your, your power is unbelievable. Yeah. And you did put down Pharaoh. Yeah. And we all should be humbled. Mm -hmm. We all should be falling on our face before God. So that's kind of what I feel after I dive, especially here in Nuevo. Yeah. Although we didn't make any major discoveries today, we still believe that we're in the right spot. Perhaps in the future, there might be an ingrace, high-tech, deep marine exploration that will find some real evidence of Pharaoh's army. Next, I'm going over to Saudi Arabia to see for myself the evidence of the Midianites, a split rock, and Mount Sinai. Here in Nueva, this has been a spectacular experience. Let me just ask you a question. Have you experienced the miracle of salvation? Here in these waters, God saved Israel from sure destruction as the Pharaoh was pursuing them and they were about to be destroyed. But God can save a nation by parting a deep ocean. If he can do that, he can do something more spectacular and more amazing. He can save you. Yeah, you need salvation, so do I. We are being pursued by the serpent, by the devil. But Jesus came to do a death blow to the devil. When he died on the cross, the devil thought he won. But Jesus, the Son of God, died for our sins, and he dealt the devil a death blow. And he rose again the third day, and he offers you and me a gift called eternal life. And if you will just put your trust in him to Believe in him, not your religion, not your works, but in him. The Bible clearly says that you will be saved today, tomorrow, and forever. 
The Bible says that you and me are sinners. The Lord Jesus Christ had no sin, but you know what he did on the cross? He became sin for us. He took our sins on the cross. He says, if you will trust in me, if you'll believe in me, you will not perish, but have everlasting life. That is the gift that God is offering to you. I hope you discover that today. God bless you. Embark on a journey to explore the inspiring story of the Exodus within grace. Call now for your free Exodus map, 800-78-GRACE. This map depicts the route of the Israelites during their escape from Egypt. When you give $35 or more, you'll receive the Exodus map and our brand new video series, Exodus Found, where Jim Scudder Jr. retraces the Exodus in Egypt and Saudi Arabia, diving into the Red Sea to uncover evidence of the miraculous crossing. For those giving $250 or more, you will get the complete Exodus package, the map, the video series, and a beautiful, exclusive 16 by 20 canvas print showcasing the miraculous Red Sea crossing. And from now until the end of the year, a generous donor will be doubling all gifts. To get these limited-time exclusive materials, call 800-78-GRACE or visit ingraceradio.com or write to InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Thank you for joining us on InGrace Radio with Jim Scudder, Jr., InGrace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in next week as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on In Grace Radio.